Pickaxe. Arc 2, episode 41 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you today by you lovely folks on patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. We've talked about it a thousand times before, but if you want extra content for your week of travel and work and all that, head on over to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R and see what all the fuss is about. Thank you guys so much for allowing us to do this as our job. Previously for Group B, after an exasperatingly long trek to the Divide and a tense conversation with Tamara and Grayson White, the group decided to part ways with them and allow them to continue on their travels. Where they will go and what they'll do is anyone's guess, but the group decided to focus on their endeavors for now. And after days on the road, they finally reached the town of Dern Hollow. And that's where we pick things up today. And go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Karen. Hi, I'm Karen, and I play Callie of the Druid Elf. And Valerie. Hello, I'm Valerie, and I play Elena, the Human Fighter. And Ian. Hey, I'm Ian. I play Calden Halek, the Half Elf Blizzard Wizard. Normally, but in this heat, I'm more of a puddle wizard. That's that's a sad wizard. Mm-hmm. Just droopy and melty. <laughs> uh, and Jameson. Hey, this is Jameson. I play uh, Larg the Half-Orc Paladin. Uh, and Alex? Hey, I'm Alex, and I play Braylon the Halfling Bard, also melting. And Jamie! <laughs> Hi there, I'm Jamie. I play Tatiana the Human Rogue, also melting. How Southern California, guys? <laughs> melting. Melting. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's hailing fire. Yeah, everyone thought it was going to, there would be a big earthquake and it would shake off and California breaking into the weather. Now it's just going to melt into the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> At least the Pacific Ocean will be cold. <laughs> True. Refreshing. We'll all get eaten by sharks. It'll be fine. Or stung by stingrays. <laughs> this is depressing, guys. Jeez. <laughs> well, I could perk you guys up. Oh, wait, I have one more thing. Please. I have to say something, Jason. Oh, okay. You messed up your intro, and I'm really upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> you said... I know what I said! Let's do that thing and go around the table. My God. And it really threw me for a loop, okay? Because you're supposed to say, let's do that thing where we go around the table. Okay. Oh, no. I will not take criticism from someone sitting in a pile of their own wet pants. I will not. That makes it sound like you, Peter Pan. (laughs) 
Well, we don't know who's to say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the behind the scenes. It's in there. Yeah. <laughs> the answer may surprise you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Valerie. I'll, 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 I'll correct it next time. I swear. Thank you. Okay. Listen, it's, it's too much. Like it's got to be the same thing every time. Okay. <laughs> Or, or Val can't finish. <laughs> <laughs> Wet pants. <laughs> you guys are no longer in the forest. No longer Woo! in the divide. You've we reached. It. You've, <laughs> you've reached the lovely town of Dern Hollow, <laughs> home to the stars. Um. Jason, sorry, I'm with the James. Wow, I'm I'm sorry. I almost called you James. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's I've been called worse. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> Before, can you describe Durnhall from our? Because I forgot what time we got there, and I don't remember exactly. Sure, I I, I was just about to anyway. So this works right. out fantastically. Now, normally. The town of Durnhollow is a is a is a bit on the small side in terms of population. Uh, it's uh, it's it's got quite a quite a boom since the I'd say two two and a half years ago somewhere in there. Uh, they had a huge reconstruction effort after their main source of income burned down. There's been a bit of a boom for business and you know, transportation rolls through there a lot. So there's a lot of tourism and all that. Right now, as you walk in, you're noticing a a swell of people, way more than you would expect uh, in a town like Dern Hollow, which is kind of a pass-through town, right? It's kind of a last-chance-for-gas type of thing, uh, because the only the, – the, the nearest towns uh, to the uh, west would be Aubrey, and then to the east would be Donhurst. Building-wise – Again, there has been a major reconstruction effort. So if you haven't been to Dernhollow in a while, uh, a lot of the ratty old looking uh, shops and, and houses and stuff like that have been renovated. Uh, a lot of this stuff is new. There was a huge effort from Overdale and Winterhaven to help this town out after after the war. So walking into town, it's actually fairly modern looking. Again, little on the small side and... <clears throat> Some of the people are Art still... Art Deco, mid-century modern. What are we talking here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, surprisingly Greek. It's weird. Um, <laughs> uh, but a, a couple of the people... You, you, got a, you got a couple of the old-timey Dern Hollow folks kind of sitting on their front porch. You know, straw hat. You know, kind of kind of a go-back-the-way-you-came look about them. But that is not predominantly what the rest of the town looks like. It's a city on the move. It's very cosmopolitan. Mm. And what time of day is it? Um, uh, this is uh, this is floating around noon, little afternoon, something like oh. that. Okay, so we came at like a normal time for once. Yeah, you you get this is peak hours, seventeenth of Yesti, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> You are not in any immediate danger, so congratulations. That I, I feel like it's been <laughs> years. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> are we getting any stink eye from from those old Dern Hollowites on the on I the mean, on their porch? Like, uh, there's a couple of you, probably Larg, probably more than anybody else. Even the people who aren't native Dern Hollowians uh, would probably give Larg kind of a second glance, like a "Oh, are we going to get trouble from that guy?" type of thing. Yeah, Larg's waving to everybody. He's so happy to be out of the woods. <laughs> in the city. He's just like, hi, hey there. Also, 
Imagine the sight of you rolling into town. The woods have not been kind to you. The divide kicked the shit out of you guys. And it mm. you look it. You look every stretch of that road between Donhurst and Dern Hollow. So kind of realize that a bath might be in order. Just I was going to ask. I was saying if there's like a guard or somebody nearby that I could maybe t- poke in the back of the knee with my finger very quickly. Well, it's funny you should mention that because rolling into town, um, there's a boy who uh, looks to be around 11, 12, something like that. Just just maybe pre-puberty, that type of thing. And this kid's got uh, got a helmet on that's a little too big for him, and he's uh, he's carrying a spear. That's so cute. Kill him! Get him! Oh. He has a weapon! Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> He's got a knife. <laughs> I would like uh. to suplex this child. <laughs> And he's going to hold up a hand as you guys are rolling into town. Hold on, stop. Like his voice cracks a little bit. I laugh audibly. <laughs> he's going to narrow his eyes at Braylon. Great he's, start, guys. Great start. He's going <laughs> <he's gonna laughs> to kind of hold out his spear. He's using his, his spear, and it's about half the size of a regular, like a full, something a fighter would use, something like that. It's, it's about half that size. And he's using it kind of as a pointer. And he's gonna he's gonna hold it eye level uh, at Braylon. What's so funny? He's gonna put his hands up. No, no, nothing, nothing. It's just I laugh when I get nervous. It's a very dangerous weapon. And I'm gonna look to Calden and kind of use my head to wave him over to like, hey, talk to this kid. Uh, we halt, and uh, Calden says, "Greetings. We're travelers from the east. Have we come to Dern Hollow at a good time?" He is going to, he's going to, he's going to look you over and he's going to look at Larg. Uh, Cause I imagine Larg towers over this kid too. Mm-hmm. Um, reckon so. We're not going to get any trouble from him, right? And he's going to point at Larg using his spear. Larg turns and looks behind himself like, uh, who came in? <laughs> uh, Bradley will step forward. No, 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 no. He's big guy over here. He's fine. It's this very calm, very kind-natured gentleman. I even drew a funny face on the back of his helmet, and he hasn't beat me up, so it's totally cool. Completely fine. Larg will put on his helmet backwards and do a, a silly salute. <laughs> so he's going to start waving you into town. All right, you can pass through. Thank you very much. Yeah, as you guys are kind of filtering in, um, he's going to give a smile to the ladies of the party. And <laughs> each one that passes by, ma'am, ma'am, like each one. Does <laughs> <laughs> he tip his fedora? Uh, Calden will ask, uh, as everyone's passing by, he'll he'll ask, like, thank you for letting us into your town. Um, would you mind pointing us in the direction? Uh, could you tell us where the, the local tavern is? Um, uh, he is going to point toward the center of town. Well, there's two. You got your pick of the litter. And what are, what are their names? You got the Honest Harlot, and that's a little more toward the east. And you got Cherry Blossom Heaven. This kid's voice is just... <laughs> just in and out. Like, it, it's... it's. Aww. And you can tell, like, every once in a while, he's like... Mm-mm. 
<clears throat> like he's trying to like he's trying to level it out, and it's just not happening. Like he's that also, kid from The Simpsons. Yeah, like he's <laughs> he's trying to like be authoritative, so it's just yeah. <laughs> and Calden will smile and say, "And which one do you prefer? Which one would you recommend?" Well, we've had some trouble at Haven, so I would say, um, Honest Harlot's been here the longest. Ah, a Dern Hollow standard. Excellent. Is there anywhere where you could send or receive messages as well? Oh, sure. <clears throat> There's a post office in the center of town. Excellent. Thank you. And one more thing. And Calden will... Can I, like, pull out a copper or something? I know we're deal chiefly in gold, but... Could I, like, pull out some currency that's not yeah, a bunch yeah. of money? So I, like, pull out a copper and, and sort of, like, kneel down a little bit and hand it out to him and say, Also, we're looking for a group of people that have come from Donhurst. Uh, have you seen anyone like that pass through here in town? A group, perhaps? Ugh. Yeah. It doesn't sound like uh, they enjoyed their stay here. Are they still here? Yeah, there's a bunch of them still in town. They're fine enough. It's just really tough to do a security check for that many people. Oh, I imagine. You have to uh, pat them down with just your eyes. Am I right? At the at the mention of, of patting down, there, there's a look on this kid's face. Where you can almost see him go, damn, why didn't I think of that? As the ladies were passing by, probably. <laughs> oh, no. Like, damn it, that would have been, that would have been genius. <laughs> Calden will put the copper in his hand and give him a wink and, and say, uh, <sighs> that's a little tip for you, kid. Thanks very much. Now, kick rocks, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good lord. So, formally, you are now in Dern Hollow. Uh, what's the, what is the chief thing you, you want to get going here or do? Like, what's, what's, what's number one with a bullet on your list? Mm, I think Braylon would, like, look to Lark and say, like, cause he, I, we all heard the conversation, so he would, yeah, look to him and be like, hey, uh, your, your people could be here. Yeah, he's probably craning his neck trying to look around and see if there's somebody he recognizes. Uh, do me a favor, give me a perception check. Mm. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he turns his helmet around so he can see it again. <laughs> You see the drawing. Uh, no. <laughs> so, even with an eight, check this out. Larg is going to see, speckled in the crowd, one or two faces that he recognizes. There are definitely people from Donhurst in this town. We found him! Yay! Oh yeah! Yeah, so as soon as he sees, like, one face, he's going to do, like, almost like a jump start and go, oh, and he's going to go <laughs> heading off towards that person. Mm-hmm. I'll follow. Brandon will follow, for sure. Yeah. So, a short... It's hard to lose Lark in a crowd, though. <laughs> it, it is, yeah. <laughs> he stands out. Yeah. So, even a short conversation with this person, I would imagine, first, I... Larg may not be an institution in Donhurst, but you probably recognize a guy like that around town, right? You know? 
and Larg wasn't necessarily cloistered away. Like he wasn't like he didn't just hang out at the church, right? Right. Uh, so uh, I would imagine these people would probably probably recognize Larg, and just at the very least, it would be a oh, okay, there are other survivors. That's awesome. That type of thing. Yeah, he's like he's like shaking people's hands if you know if they let him, and, and being like really excited to see them, and, and asking them you know questions, and and kind of almost talking too fast for himself a little bit. Right. Here's a funny thing about racism. <clears throat> In a pinch. In a bad enough situation, uh, racism doesn't matter as much. <laughs> like, say your entire city gets devoured by a demon. Off chance. Uh, off chance. Just, just seeing another survivor from that town or city, even if it's not someone you'd necessarily normally get along with or appreciate seeing, would be like, oh, what? okay, not everyone died. Awesome. That type of thing. So I think even people who would normally be a little put off by Larg or maybe just uh, not quite understanding of him, I think they would be excited to see Larg. Oh, yeah. He would also um, immediately start telling people that they that they um, that they got rid of the demon that, you know. There's no more demons. There's no more monsters. Let me ask you a question. Uh, are you telling this like as a story? Is it like is it every time like is it like a gather round? I, I I can tell you what happened in Donhurst, or is it just as you're uh, as you're seeing each person and you're kind of pinballing through town, just kind of like oh the demon's dead, don't worry about it. Yeah, more like as he's trying to find out information, he's also spreading that information. Do me a favor, give me a performance check. Oh boy. Wait, 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 wait. Let me help him. Let me help him. <laughs> help me. Can I assist him? Yeah, because yes. I know I can't roll for it, but I would at least give him advantage because I am trained in performance. Do it. So, right. Lark, give me a performance check with advantage. So, as you're telling the story, I imagine Braylon on the side, like, peppering it either with, like, hand motions or, like, interpretive dance or just, like, oh, and this. <laughs> Don't forget this. I envision it like, like uh, Ghostbusters 2. When they have Louis Tully as their uh, as their lawyer and yes. Bill Murray's on the on the stand, it's like the, I'm feeding him stuff. Like, yeah, I say this. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, Ooh. eighteen. So I, I would imagine at first it's a couple of people, right? And then as word gets around, it's like, oh, oh Bob, come over here, come over here. It's it, you know. So after a while, you got a good 16, 18 people, something like that, around you. Okay, and. Um. Let me ask a question uh, before we continue. Is the underlying message it's safe to go back? Or would you quickly follow up the demon's dead with, oh, but there's another problem? Yeah, I think his the instinct would be, you know, good news. Like, he really wants to give people good news. So it's like, hey, you know, the reason you're all gone is that's been solved, you know. Right. You know? <laughs> but um, I... I don't know if he would want to tell people that it's still not safe, but he, I, I guess he would try to be careful to not imply that it's safe still. I don't, I don't know. Right. <laughs> it's a weird line to to not cross. But. Right. Okay. So the big, basically the big problem, the, the, the reason people were driven out is taken yeah. care of, but it's, it's, you might want to give it some time. But he's not telling anyone they can go home again. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> As... As Larg is telling the story and, and, and Braylon's assisting and stuff like that, I'm guessing the rest of the party is present? Yeah, I think we're... I, yeah. I mean, this is kind of like happening out out in the streets, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I picture this is like uh, town square type of thing, and there are people, uh, there are vendors and stuff like that, and there are people just kind of like mingling and and, and moving around. As Lark's telling this story, uh, he's going to see a familiar face uh, in Ellen. Yay! Yeah, so he's he's pretty much going to just like trail off mid sentence and kind of turn around. And is she is she in the crowd or is she kind of off in the distance? Or I would say she's she's off in the crowd talking to somebody, so she hasn't necessarily noticed Lard yet. Yeah, so I guess he would be he'd kind of trail off mid sentence and then like look around real quick at everybody around and be like, um, you, um excuse me, excuse me, um, sorry, I'll be right back. And he'll start kind of pushing his way off toward her. Okay. I would say it probably wouldn't take too long. If she has any kind of peripheral vision, she, <laughs> she would probably notice Larg at a certain yeah. point. It'd be a lot of, pardon me, pardon me, off in the distance. Yeah. Right. There's probably a look of shock that comes over her face first. Um, and then relief... Followed by her probably her, her probably trying to hug Larg if 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 Larg's okay with that. Yeah, what he would basically do is 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 as he like finally get through the crowd, um, he would kind of just almost stand at attention and do whatever the uh, like a salute would be in in the Church of Arathis. But that would probably break into a hug at some point. Oh, kind of like the end of a movie where the music swells. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're safe. How did you get here? Oh well, it's a it's a really really long story, but um, I, I met some people and 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 they helped me um, when I came back. You know, nobody was there, and and we had to we had to to fight demons, and there were these monsters, and and I didn't know, but I knew I knew that that you got everybody out, so I was just trying to find you, and uh, and, and 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 I don't know. We I knew you were here. I knew you would be here. You went to Donhurst? Well, well, yeah. I mean, when I when I came out of the woods, I thought, you know, I I, I came home, but um, but everybody was gone. So there's probably this is a lot to take in. Uh, the last the last couple of weeks have not been great. Uh, so at the mention of other people, um, she would probably start looking around. I'm guessing the party followed Larg. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he he would kind of remember himself. Be like, oh uh, yeah. So and and sort of gesture to the rest of the group and be like, this is this is uh, uh, Braylon and this is Calden and Callie and Elena and this is Tatiana and they were in Donhurst when I got there and um and they and they helped they they helped us get rid of get rid of the demons. She would go right down the line, shaking everybody's hand. I'm very pleased to see that everyone's all right. I'm, I'm actually quite shocked. You said you got rid of the demon. It's gone. He nods like really excitedly, like and, and kind of points at Calden. <laughs> he did it. Well, I mean, he didn't do it himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It, it was not. It was not a solo effort. It was all of us. She would, at this point, realize that there's a lot to talk about here. <laughs> I'm sorry, where are my manners? Can I... Can I buy you all a drink? You look like you've been through quite an ordeal. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. <laughs> he would kind of be like, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would look around at, at what everybody, where everybody else wanted to go. She would probably go to the honest harlot uh, with you guys. And you could tell she's a little... It's... It, <laughs> probably not used to an establishment like this. It's uh, it's different than the church. I mean, it could be a church to some people. <laughs> well, <laughs> and they would uh, they would show you to a table, and they would bring you drinks and stuff. Tell us about the honest harlot. Tell us. Oh, good lord! Tell us what's up. Paint us a picture. So this is a beautiful two story building. Uh, it's it has a very open floor plan when you walk in, right? You can there's a there's this lovely balcony that surrounds uh, the first floor bar on the second floor, and there are basically whatever you are into. Um, there's there's someone for you at the Honest Harlot, um, and you are almost besieged uh, by. Drinks and music and uh, women, men, whatever you're into, they're here. And it's in Dern Hollow, probably the most eclectic uh, grouping of different races. And you are greeted the second you walk in. Uh, there are probably two or three people there to greet you, and they're 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 basically asking you, well, like, what what are you here for? If it's drinks, then there's there's this bar section, and then there's people mingling throughout that. There's this kind of busy lounge area. There are stairs that lead up to rooms, and it's all my. <laughs> Do they have Warforged? Sadly, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is it is a bustling, busy place. You can kind of hear the music before you even enter the place but there are there are big groups of people in like a vip area telling stories and laughing uproariously and there's uh there's more intimate booth like areas where there are two or three people kind of canoodling uh and then there's an area like you were being brought to just a regular big table at a bar type thing and uh, people are bringing you beverages so quick question, actually, um, what, how does Ellen look like? Does she look like she's been through some shit or does she look more or less the way he remembers her? Well, I, her appearance hasn't changed, but much like you guys looks like this has been an ordeal. Um, it doesn't look like she's gotten much sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the people from Donhurst either look a bit disheveled or, um, just worried. And they, they've, their home has been ripped away. Their history is gone and they don't know if they'll ever be able to go back. And that's probably why all those people started rallying around you because you're basically giving them hope. It's like, Oh, the demon's been taken care of. And they're take, some of them are taking that to me. And it's like, Oh, we could either go back now or we can go back soon. Right. Um, yeah. So probably even as they're walking, Larg's beginning to 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 fill her in on everything. He's going to start with with his, what what his original mission would have been, which would have been to find to find that that creature out in the woods. And he's talking, and he's he's kind of basically just talking her ear off as they're making their way to the table. Okay, and I would imagine she's doing the same, just kind of filling you in on the chapters that you might be missing, where mm-hmm. <clears throat> obviously things started getting bad in the city. 
uh, leading up to that, people disappearing and, uh, you know, rumors of, of things happening in the mines and then it getting so bad that there's no communication between the church and the guard and everyone's just worried people don't leave their houses at night. And she starts ferrying people, just shepherding people out of the city at, at one point. Uh, and she basically downloads information to you that there's at least a thousand, maybe more that made it out. Uh, some people left before she was even willing to go. She wanted to make sure and people, you know, people were, were leaving and getting out. And then the people who refused to leave and just like, oh, this is a storm. We'll weather it. They, they weren't so lucky. Right. Uh, she would also tell you that the people in Dern Hollow are the last to make it out of Donhurst. There are some people who didn't make it out of the divide, sadly. The large majority of people are heading to Winterhaven, and they they basically started booking it for, for a while now. There's some people who caught uh, wagons that way. There's some people who just kept walking. Uh, some people who kind of stalled out in Aubrey, and they're waiting to, to recoup and move forward. But Winterhaven's the, the, the largest city that can kind of take in all these refugees. The small towns like Dern Hollow just do not have the space for all those people. So it was right. more a pit stop for them where they, they, you know, they can rest, get, you know, get food and beverages, rations and move on. Okay. How, um, how long have they been here in Dern Hollow? Um, most of the people who are left have been here for either uh, a week or less. Mm. Um, and she very much paints a picture of. The people who are going through the divide were not prepared to make that journey. Some people didn't even have shoes. Like they weren't, uh, it was rough going. And that's probably why she just looks so exhausted. And she would probably ask at a certain point, how was your trip to the divide? He'll kind of exchange a glance <laughs> so, with the rest of the So group. casual. He'll <laughs> kind of check a glance with everybody else real quick and he'll be like, oh, it was all right. Braylon looks at, Lard, are you fucking kidding me? All right, it was terrible. It was awful. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, it's but not about the girl. The, the wolf okay. girl. <sighs> <laughs> like with his eyes, he's like, don't bring her up. Don't bring her. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's like, so, all right. So, yeah, I want to I wanna tell you about the rest of what happened. And, and, um, and you should know that it's not really safe to go back there yet but um first there's something else that's really important that, that we want to tell you about so we met a uh, a werewolf in the woods i don't know if you met any werewolves in the, in the divide um there's a there's kind of a look of shock like of the words she thought that's like oh we met a werewolf probably <laughs> wasn't <laughs> uh, no i i don't think we did Okay, yeah. So it was this girl um, named um, Tamara, and uh, and she didn't have any memory when we met her. I didn't, you know, but um, it turns out she was a werewolf, and um, she's from Aubrey, and we didn't really know what to do, but we decided that we were going to bring her back here and let people in Aubrey know because they didn't know she was a werewolf, and it was, it was very complicated. It's a long story. Um, but she left with the vampire, and um, I told them that I would tell you about it. He kind of looks like he confused himself in the middle of his story. 
she's going to pause for just a moment. Grayson? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was Grayson. She's going to reach into her uh, possessions here. And she's going to pull out a letter. There was, uh, there was a Grayson who was looking for a woman named Tamara. He came through town about a week ago, a little less. They okay. came back through last night. Okay, yeah, he's a vampire and she's a werewolf, and nobody on Aubrey knows that. So um, what we all decided, and he kind of indicates everybody else, uh, is that, you know, we're not going to stop him from trying to go back there but we should probably tell somebody at Aubrey like you know the church or the authorities or somebody well they didn't tell me where they were going I was actually quite surprised that they approached me but they handed me this letter and she's going to put it on the table it's just the sealed letter and they asked me to deliver it to the leadership of the church in, in Aubrey. Okay. <laughs> he kind of he looks over to the group. He's like, that's not what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was, was it not? Can we clarify? Like, yeah. Yeah, I thought I, that, I don't remember. that is different than what, than what we said was going to happen, right? You like, guys they weren't going to write a letter. Yeah, that's... I, you guys essentially said, avoid towns. Yeah. Scoot. <laughs> they were going back. I thought they were going back to Aubrey to like gather things or something. And then they were going to, at least what they said is they were going to go and mm-hmm. go in the woods. Is that correct? Something like that. Plans could have changed. Mm. Okay. But they came to Dern Hollow. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got they it. at least were in Dern Hollow last night. Is because you said it's a letter. Is it like in an envelope and it like wax sealed? sealed? Yep. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Colden reaches over the table and opens it. What really? does the letter say? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell they're yeah. They're not, wow. They're, they're, Whoa. Not, they're not here. What's on the letter? <laughs> wow. Colin, okay. Colin legitimately says wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ellen's gonna kind of look a little taken aback. It's like <laughs> that, uh, like I, like wh- what the hell are you doing? Almost. <laughs> yeah, Lark, Lark just looks at Ellen like I'm sorry. <laughs> you said <laughs> new friends. <laughs> yeah, you're hanging out with the wrong people. <laughs> Don't embarrass uh, me. Yeah, he 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 picks it up and he and he opens it. And he says, um, they didn't say where they were going next, you said? You didn't happen to see any, like, general direction. Uh, Again, she's still a bit flustered that you opened it. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry, I didn't. I wasn't really paying attention. I've had some responsibilities in town. Uh, I, I understand. And I want you to know that these people, though they might have good intentions, are very desperate, which makes them dangerous. Mm. And that, and then Calden reads the letter, I guess, aloud? Yeah, aloud. Okay. 
Okay. The entire time you're reading this aloud, Ellen is going to look at Lark like, are you shitting me? Like, this is, like, this is happening. Okay. Like, He's kind of pleading with his eyes. He's like, I didn't know he was going to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's more just like, that is a gross invasion of privacy. Like, that that type of thing. Like, it's it's like, so, okay. You know how opening someone else's mail is a felony in the real world? Yeah. Is Imagine. It a, is, is it a felony here? Too? Well, no, it's more, it's, it's. There's kind of an honor system because there is a there is a post office. There's a there's a, there's a post system, and essentially this is the only form of communication for some people. There's no Twitter. There's no internet. There's no email. So these letters sometimes are the only correspondence you will get with another person. So to to have that interfered with in any way is like a wow. That is whew, like it's a ballsy play. Well, that's the oh. point of a wax seal, right? Is to make sure nobody else reads the mail. Kind of, yes. Right. <laughs> Calden, will, Calden will gauge the room. He sees that this has got a reaction, and he'll like, he'll like take a pause, like hold the letter close to his chest, and be like, "Oh, don't worry, we'll reseal it. I'm headed to the post office. It'll be as if it was never opened." And then he, and then he reads the letter. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm so, so sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so this this letter is to an Angus White in Aubrey. Uh, and it essentially reads thusly. I'm very sorry. The moment we both feared has arrived. We're going to be leaving town for a while. I don't know when I'll be able to return. I hope that you'll be in better health when I get back. If I don't see you again, I love you very much. Your son, Grayson. And Calden will put the letter down in the center of the table again, folding it up neatly. Um, and he'll say, well, it doesn't give any indication where they're going, if they're going to be near Aubrey or moving on to some other town, but... White. Is that the name of Father White? And it'll turn to Braylon. Father White in Aubrey. Mm. Do you remember? Braylon will scratch his head. <sighs> I'm probably the worst person to ask, even though we probably met the guy. Uh, I think you gave him the orb. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm bad. I'm bad with names. I'm bad with names. I'm not going to lie. Braylon and I share this in common. We are terrible with names. <laughs> but I will, I will try to recall if I need to, Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had an intimate conversation with him. Okay, then I remember him. <laughs> and I remember the orb. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, I know the guy. Yeah, I gave him the, I gave him the thing, the Actoronis thing. He didn't seem sick to me. Father White or... Yeah, Father yeah, that Father White. Could it I mean, I don't know his first name. I wonder well, it expresses here in this letter that the day came that they both feared. I don't know if that means Grayson and, and Tamara or Grayson and his father, but it's it may be that it may be that it was it wasn't only 
Grayson and Tamara that that knew that they were a vampire and a werewolf in the town of Aubrey. Hmm. Yeah, sounds like it. So he lied to us then. I don't know what we can do with this information other than just let this letter go exactly where it was headed. I don't think yeah. there's any point in hunting them down. Uh, n- n- us hunting them down at all. No, I got no beef with uh, Grayson other than the fact that he's an asshole. But So Largo will kind of look apologetically to Alan and be like, well, the plan was... Uh, <laughs> That we were, I was gonna vouch for them to you, and if you were going to Aubrey, you know, if you if you agreed, then maybe you would vouch for them to to the leadership in Aubrey. But it sounds like they already know the leadership in Aubrey, so he'll just kind of throw his hands. Up, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> and I think it would lead. I, I think it would lead Ellen to just. Calden hands her the letter and he's like, do you have intentions to head to Aubrey with uh, any more of these refugees? What what is your plan, if you don't mind me asking, now that you have survivors here in Dern Hollow? Well, I wanted to make sure that everyone that was heading out of Donhurst and made it to Dern Hollow knew what the situation was and eventually get everyone to Winterhaven. Was there anyone else on the road? Uh, well, we were the last ones to leave Donhurst. We know that. Mm, Brandon's gonna look at Lark, but uh, there we're not the uh, we weren't the only ones in there. Oh yeah, so that reminds me, um, it's not safe to go back. Don't go back there. <laughs> <laughs> and she's gonna look a little puzzled, like. Well, besides the cleanup effort, what's... Well, yeah, so we got rid of all the demons and the, and the, the flesh monsters, but um, the place is, like, riddled with bandits now. <laughs> like, they chased us out, um, and, uh, I don't know, they, they were following these guys, and 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 I don't know, they might, they're probably still there. <laughs> Brennan looks up Lark. Why did you say chasing us? That makes us look like it's our fault. But... <laughs> Ellen's first impression of you guys might is not, not be very so good. I I understand. Yeah. <laughs> well, what he didn't say. Well, when I got to when I got back there, I, I met these people. They were looting the city. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No proof. There's no proof. No proof. they were just like letting me stand outside. Does does, does Ellen recognize Tatiana's nice armor? <laughs> I, oh, you know God. what? I was thinking about that, and it's like, you know, I've seen that in the window every once in a while. You know what? I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll oh, a d20. No. Here we go. I didn't it's mean couture, to do that. honey. It's couture. No. No. It's no. No, no, no. so dirty. You can't even recognize. Oh yeah, good. Uh, yeah. I threw you under the bus, but you went between the wheels. So it's okay. <laughs> That's that uncanny dodge. <laughs> yes. Um, Calden will, Calden will uh, look at her puzzled face and start to fill her in uh, just sort of like we were on our way to Donhurst. Um, there was a group called the Fang that were uh, trying to infiltrate the city. Uh, we didn't want the people of Donhurst to be hurt or in danger, so we rode 
to warn them, which is when we found out what happened and where we met Larg. Um, the Fang pursuing us came into Donhurst and we escaped uh, them. We don't know if they're still there. We don't know if they've set up some kind of camp. I assume they're still after us. And one of the, th- the other thing that they were after is this. And, well, first, Colin looks around just to make sure, like, the coast is clear a little bit, that there's no one, or that yeah, everyone's there's... just sort of, like, re- in revelry, you know, like, not paying too much attention to them. Everyone's kind of involved in their own shtick here. Yeah. And uh, Calden will take the bell out of his pack and um, put it on the table and just sort of, like, um, un- unwrap, like, a corner of it to show her what it is, but then keep, like, keep it tightly covered. But he he leaves it resting there on the on the table. Right. Ellen is going to look at this, then at Calden, then at the bell, then at Larg. Who are these people? Um. Well, that's Calden. That's Braylon. That's Callie. And she's gonna collect herself. All right. Obviously, you are a very accomplished group. I do have good news. I sent word to Winterhaven quite a bit ago, and I am sure that they are assembling a small army, at least a battalion, to go take care of everything in Donhurst. So, hopefully, we'll get some word soon. And things can return to normal. Well, that's good, because now when they come here, we can tell them, and they can go go clean the fang, right? And, and she would nod along. Can I ask what exactly your plan is from here? Well, I think in the immediate future we need some baths and some rest uh, maybe after that we can all reconvene and and talk about it uh, I need to send some word as well is there anyone in this town that can send messages via magical means do you know any hedge wizard or court wizard or anything anyone who practices like that she's going to shake her head not that I know of. Ah. Just the postal service then. And he'll like tap the letter that he opened up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he'll look to the group and say, uh, uh, what do you say? Um, we get some rest and, and discuss what happens next. Very little nod. Yeah. Sounds good. You know, since we're here in a bar, we could play a little game. Now that we have a chance to catch our breath. I assume that we have have had drinks this whole time, correct? Uh, yeah, I would imagine so, yeah. Tatiana is going to say, Fine, but if we're going to stick around and I can't shower, I'm going to need something stronger. Oh yes, it is a drinking game. We're all going to need something. <laughs> Braylon laughs like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Alan is going to stand up at that point. Oh, no. Would you join us? Oh, are you sure? Oh. I wouldn't be imposing. No, no, of course not. Besides, I can tell you all the stories. I got a lot of good stories. I don't know, man. She might be a narc. <laughs> <laughs> Law and order, you're, man. Law and order. You're the you're the first you're the a person that Larg recognizes. This is a reun, reuniting. This is this is great. We should celebrate a little bit. Yeah, you're like literally one of the first wins we've had. <laughs> Larg looks a little bit embarrassed, like 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 you're drinking with his mom. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's up to you, Larg. No, no, yeah, that's 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 okay. If it's okay with you, you know, it's fine with me. I I can stay for a couple of hours. I need to get back to people after that, but. Excellent. Calden like holds up his hand for like a waiter to bring, <laughs> bring drinks. Oh. He like pockets the bell and puts it back in. Um, and he's like, "We'll need your strongest but uh, cheapest and drinks <laughs> for everyone around the table." Well, at that wait at that. Tatiana is going to stand up and pull out her pouch of gold. And throw it in the middle of the table. <laughs> Braylon's she... not. His jaw hits the table. <laughs> yeah, Calden's eyes just go wide. He's speechless. And uh, she's going to say, I definitely want the strongest, but not the cheapest. Yeah. Oh, boy, howdy. <laughs> okay. Um, can I, before we get too intoxicated, mm-hmm. I just, is like, I know you said everyone's kind of doing their thing, but, like, can I do a perception check to, like, just... Is anybody just keep, like, keep looking at us? Just, uh, please, go right ahead. Give me a perception okay. check. Cool. Callie, <laughs> Callie doesn't notice anything. <laughs> Callie's right. drunk already. Yes. <laughs> I'm there. She just is a fox on the table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like yeah. taking the letter and, like... <laughs> I'm just a death. I'm an animal, but I'm not an animal. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is a very busy place, and uh, I would say as soon as the sack of gold hits the table, a couple of people are going to. You're holding out on us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's going to be a lovely drow woman uh, who walks up uh, behind Braylon and puts her hands on his shoulders. And kind of leans down and whispers in his ear, My name's Sespa. Is there anything I could do to make your stay a little more comfortable? Yes, please don't touch me, Sespa. Thank you. He's gonna look at her. He's gonna look at her with a smile. Uh she's going to she's going to kind of lift her hands up like what I did not expect that to be the response. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Snaps for that. That was great. Yeah. I love it. You holding down the whole thing, honey. Nothing getting in. <laughs> He's still smiling. He just has, he just says it like in a very like uh, I've I've been talked like to like that before. So <laughs> I'm trying to mimic the voice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Let's back up. 
Not that phrase. Okay. You know, I was yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like when someone tries to like belittle you, kind of, but not really. Right. You know, okay. Yeah. Slide. I thought that. Please don't touch me, Alex. No, like that was the. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> they would be so honored. That's true. That's true. Um. Uh. So yeah, she'll she'll probably back off a little bit after that. Just kind of uh, yeah, I'll uh, check back later. Just the just the drinks, then I guess. Right. Yes. That that seems to be. All you're here for. Um, strongest. When you say strongest, oh, do no. you want mm. the strongest? Or do you want, like, shelf under that strongest? Well, would I be able to roll to see if Tatiana has had it before? Because I think that would be a determining factor. You know what? Give me a d20. Okay. Oh, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Is that what you're... I mean... Okay. Tatiana, you're in the driver's seat with this. I mean, she would... If if she had had it before, and I rolled a 19, everybody, she would probably insist on the one that she had had. And if that happens to be the strongest one there, then that's Mm -hmm. what it is. I mean, not... It would... How much is it, though? (laughs) Well, there's a few different things. You guys are in a fantastic area for this. There has been a war, both uh, figuratively and literally, uh, between the dwarves and the orcs for many, many years now. Now, in, in recent years, orcish brewing has brought us such illustrious classics uh, as Skull Splitter. <laughs> the dwarves countered with a beverage called Blackout. That's almost turpentine. The orcs recently <laughs> have launched a counteroffensive. Oh is, is it just called "You're gonna have a bad time"? Is that? What it is? <laughs> is it just an orc walks in the room and punches you in the mouth? <laughs> it's called cave in. Oh no! Now, uh, this is actually uh, translated from orcish. But it's actually clever wordplay for the orcs, uh, because it's kind of a fuck you to dwarves who live in caves and stuff like that. And it's also (laughs) referring to everything that's going on in your head. Complete cave-in. This is almost poison. (laughs) (laughs) Judging by my constitution, I will not be partaking in this alcoholic beverage. (laughs) (laughs) Now, well, here's the thing. How would Tatiana pitch this? Because I'm going to say that Tatiana, uh, being has how she traveled in certain circles, probably, at the very least, Caven would be on her periphery. Oh, God. How much is it? Okay. Per shot. Uh Uh-huh. You're talking 10 gold. Per shot. Okay. Most people don't need more than one shot. See that? See, I'm trying to be economic about it because if you only get one shot of this one thing versus like three shots of another thing, I mean, uh-huh. I'm trying to save us money here. Right? Yeah, and and Calden will be like, uh, uh, it's a drinking game, so we need something we can keep drinking. Oh well, then she wouldn't get that one. She would get the the sissy one. <laughs> well, you could always order a shot of that if, say, someone really lost. True. True. Yes. So probably blackout, something like that. Something something strong, but not 
I'm dying tonight, strong. Right. So 100 proof, not pure ethanol. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the the moonshine of the orcish community is what you're... Uh, wait, one thing about... Uh, this is uh, science. Um, you cannot have pure ethanol. It's actually not possible because the water <laughs> molecules are so tightly holding on that you literally can't get all of the water out of it. Challenge accepted. I was, you guys <laughs> no, I just this will that be the last really time you cool hear me alive. It was really cool, so I just yeah. wanted to share with everybody. Yeah, flex, flex the, those muscles from the finals you destroyed and dominated on. Yes. There you go. Also, we're so drinking at Dragon Con. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, I know, not, now we're all that's the That's not even up for debate. No, that's <laughs> happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the drinking game? Uh, so the drinks come, Calden, like, looks at it, sniffs it, makes some impromptu ice cubes in his hand and, like, <laughs> puts, them in the, puts them in the, in his cup. Yeah, he'll do it for anyone who wants it, like, and, uh, he makes sure everyone has a cup and he's like, okay, the game that, the game that we're playing is called Two Truths and a Lie. Everyone, we go around here in, uh, around our table and you tell two truths about yourself uh, can be anything uh, about yourself that's true, whether it's something about your past or something about you now or just anything about you that's true. And then you tell one lie and everyone at the table has to try and guess it. And if we guess correctly, then whoever has told the lie will drink. If everyone is fooled, then everyone else drinks. And I'll go first just to show you how it's done. And he says... Uh, <sighs> I have white hair, I have blue eyes, and one of my parents was a dragon. Now, try and guess the lie. <laughs> Brylon looks shocked. <laughs> he leans over to Lark. I can actually believe all three of those. <laughs> yeah, I thought his hair was white. Ah, it looks white, right? Is that, am I wrong? Am I, am I seeing the wrong white? It's definitely white. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not a dragon. Correct. And so if that's the consensus, if if everyone has come up with with that, if every or you think that uh, that that would be a lie, so you wouldn't drink, and I and I would. And Calden does. He takes a drink. He takes like a a little sip, and that's how the game is played. Uh, Larg, you guessed correctly. Maybe you should go next. Um, he looks really nervous. He kind of gl- keeps glancing over at Helen and at his drink. <laughs> um, okay. Trust uh, me, the, the more we play, the easier it gets. <laughs> he looks more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I imagine she would be a bit uncomfortable, too. Not just because like she doesn't know... 85% of the people at the table. Right. That's what'll make oh. this fun for you, Ellen. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, so I am 20 years old. I have never drank liquor before. And I once won a pie-eating contest and have a blueberry crown. Mm, Brennan will look at him. I don't think you drank before. He looks nervous. (laughs) 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 
Yeah, Colden will nod. Mm hmm. <sighs> what about the rest of you? What do you think? Callie, Elena, Ellen? I think Ellen would be racking over it. He's like, Have I seen your drink? <laughs> He's largely looking at her just with eyes just going, Please no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because that means if, you, if we guess it, you have to drink. Yeah. <laughs> And she would probably, she'd probably speak up eventually. I don't believe I've ever seen you drink. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> At two, Ellen. Tatiana will nod and agree with the rest of the group. That's got to be it then. Yeah. Wait, so we're guessing the lie. That's yes. Right. So we're saying that Larg has drunk before. Or are we saying that he hasn't? I don't, I don't really get this game. Can we? Can you explain it again? So, you tell two truths about yourself and one lie. And then we try and guess what the lie is. I did it wrong. Haha, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> yeah, I think we Brent, all did it wrong. Yeah, Brandon and everybody like, wait a minute. <laughs> did we do this wrong? <laughs> Congratulations, Log, you win. We'll all take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, <laughs> then we all drink, yeah. and then Calden like... looks at Elena like, "Do you get it now?" Wait, wait, <laughs> wait! This is out of character now. What just happened? I'm so confused. <laughs> wait, did we all just take a drink? Yeah. yeah. Why? Because I I messed I I got we it wrong. Messed it up. Yeah. Well, you have to guess the lie, Elena. What do you think it is? So the lie. What are the choices again? All right, Elena's drinking. Everyone. (laughs) Callie. I'm guessing... I'm guessing this game's going to go on for a while. But I do want to get to Callie, actually. Why? Because I think you could do a good one. Uh, I hate you. (laughs) I love you. Yeah, it's because we have character stuff. I hate you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, guys, I don't know if you know this about Callie. Her charisma is not very high. So, <laughs> she's going to be real awkward about this whole thing. And so she's going to say, <laughs> I have two siblings, a brother and a sister. My sister and I are twins. And I have thrown a drink in someone's face. And when she says that last one, <laughs> because I'm, I'm just, like, interpreting this because her deception's like, really bad, too. She's going to see her eyes, like, kind of flick a little bit. <laughs> oh, like she's got a tell? Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Hmm. Colin's going to think and, like, study her face a little bit. Bradley's so just going to blurt out, You have a twin? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't think you have a twin. You're, you're too unique on your own to have a physical copy of you here in Theria. I'm going to say that's the lie. I think Ellen would be hanging back, just like, I'm going to piggyback on what everyone else is saying, because I don't know Callie. Right. Ellen, what do you think? You've known us for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> how, do, how do we shake out? I, okay. If... <laughs> well, you open other people's mail, and uh, apparently you were looting a city, and uh, one of you has just been hiding the fact that they're a millionaire. Uh, what... <laughs> 
totally trustworthy. Uh, but, but yeah, but she think would... of all think of all the other cool surprises we'll have for you. <laughs> this is first meeting. This is like the first thirty minutes she's known you. <laughs> it's been a long trek through the forest, right? Uh, so yeah, she would probably say twin. Tatiana is going to right away call out the the last one because of the twitch. <laughs> yeah, Largo will agree with that. He'll he'll agree with the drink the drink one. I'm afraid to ask about Elena. Elena's still very confused about this game. <laughs> Just pick one. She's gonna. Oh, you know what she's gonna do? She's gonna be like. She's gonna like look concerned at Callie. Are you okay? Like, your eye, like, made this funny movement. I just want to make sure that you're not, like... Like, are you good? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. It might be from the the concussion. Oh, my gosh, no. I forgot about that. <laughs> Ellen would look concerned. Like, you have a concussion? <laughs> we should... We're, we are in the bar drinking. We should have, like, immediately gone to the hospital. <laughs> Like, no, I'm let's fine, pour some alcohol on that. I'm that's... just gonna lie down and sleep a little bit. Just, just let me sleep here. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a little nappy. <laughs> <laughs> which okay. one would which one would Elena choose? Um, A, B, or C? Right, the twin thing, the sister and brother thing, and the drinking thing. Elena is going to choose the drinking thing. There we go. So what is it, Callie? I have never thrown a drink in someone's face. It's on my bucket list, actually. Well, Brandon licks in his cup very hesitantly. There's no time like the present, and he'll gesture over to Braylon's face. <laughs> Here, open your mouth so you can catch it. He just he just looks up and says, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'm guessing this drinking game goes on for a while, and you kind of, you know, as, as the evening goes on, you get a bit more relaxed. Um, eventually, Ellen would excuse herself just because I don't think she's the type to get hammered in a bar. But definitely wants to uh, wants to be nice to Lark's friends and uh, and and relax a little bit. But she would excuse herself after about an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Every once in a while, someone will come over uh, from the bar to one make sure that you have a steady stream of drinks. Two, make sure that any of you aren't interested in other services provided at the bar. So they probably wouldn't approach Braylon again. Good. Uh, but, uh, they, they would approach Larg, Callie, Elena, Calden, Tatiana. Yeah, no, Larg would, first person to approach him, he'd just kind of, like, shake his head no and, and avoid eye contact. Aww. Oh, he knows the strip club rules. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are strip club rules real things? Uh, un, un, unwritten, but yes, they yeah. exist. Yeah, oh, no. No touching. Just no like touching. Prison. Don't yeah. look him in the eye if you don't want him to come over. Yep. Okay, that's good. I never look at people in the eyes. Perfect. You're, you're set. You're good. You're, you're good to go on a strip club. You're cleared for strip clubs. Yep. You know we're going to a strip club at Dragon Con. <laughs> Are we? No. What? No. 
know. We did accidentally. Waze uh, took us past a strip club for some reason. Me, Jasper, and Bree. They took us to, uh, I believe it was called, uh, what was it called? I believe it was called Peaches or something like that. It was, uh, it was <laughs> just, bit. yeah, that sounds in, like in a Georgia. Joke. No way. It just, <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine though, if they had like, if they had like an event that is dra- like a dragon con themed strip club? I, you know oh. what? I bet you a hundred percent they do because mm-hmm. in San Francisco near the convention center, there's a strip club and they advertise when they have like big tech functions and it's oh, like, br- bring your, yeah, bring your Dreamforce ID and get 15% <laughs> off or something like that. You know, whatever, whatever event is. I, and, you know, it used to be on my bus route going home. So when I go home from work, I would see it like, damn, this, they're really trying. Well, here's the creepiest thing. This was in the middle of nowhere. There, there were no lights. There were no nothing. But there Uh-oh. was a strip club. Mm-hmm. So I started getting. But how's their buffet? Well, we didn't go in. I was I started getting a dust till dawn vibe. Like I we wouldn't make it out. Like so Yeah. Vampires. Yeah. Vampires in Georgia. Where the hell were we? Oh yeah. So I'm guessing that as the evening starts winding down, uh, you guys gotta be exhausted and filthy. Uh I'm I'm guessing uh rooms are in order. Yeah, Brandon wants mm-hmm. to go buy his room and get like the biggest one he can. Ooh. And see how much it costs. If, if, if it. Uh, so this, uh, this, 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 there are different packages. If you're just getting a room by yourself, that's obviously the cheapest option. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the route I want to go. Yeah. Let's say if you want company, it depends on how long you want the company for and all that. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, it, it would probably be, uh, right around that five gold a night sweet spot somewhere in there. Braylon breathes in through his teeth. <sighs> he looks at the stage and back to the innkeeper <gasps> and asks, uh, uh, how much would it cost, let's say, if I were to give you my services as a musician? Well, now this sounds like... This sounds like a town or city enterprise. Is, 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 that? is It does? Oh, 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 I have a problem. Oh, Costs to, to play... Mm-hmm. Cost to perform is, I believe, 25 gold. For a week, yes. Okay. I'm saying, like, maybe two nights. Maximum. Mm-hmm. The second night's optional. Well, okay. Here's, just for the convenience of all this, let's let's back up. I'm guessing you guys are staying in town for a while. Uh, one, to recoup from the road. Usually when people stay in towns and cities, it's for a good, like a, like a good five to seven days. Uh, just to kind of, you know, if, if you've been on a journey like you guys have, uh, there's no pressing matter to attend to in the moment. There's, you know, you know, things are being taken care of. So am I right in assuming that? I don't have any problem with us t- taking some time here. I mean, yeah, yeah Lars got have... people here and yeah. we have Kelden's arm. Oh, that's nothing. We can get him a new one. Totally well, I mean, there might be, uh, I don't know. We, we can... Yeah, but we can still like take some time. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. growing back, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it did once, but it wasn't yours. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. There's always, yeah, there's 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 other options. Okay, well, uh, let's, let's say maximum two days of performing. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's uh, just let's say maybe they're gonna spot you. And. If you do well, 
they'll call it even. Otherwise, there may be a debt to collect. How about that? Ah, sounds like real life when you go to college and you owe people money. Stern <laughs> <laughs> hollow, baby. Oh, man. Yeah. Man's like, yeah, sounds great. Comp room? Of course. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, you do not want to owe these people money. So let's hope this goes well. Ooh, let's Ooh. hope. Let's hope. Okay. So here's what we're going, here's what we're going to do. For the next week, you're going to be in the town of Dern Hollow. So it is currently the 17th of Yesti. So you guys are going to hang out here for, let's say, seven days. Five of those days, Braylon is going to be performing. So you guys hang out, you're in town, you're doing other things. And I'm going to be asking you all uh, what you're going to be doing for this week in town. But we'll start with Braylon. So each night, Braylon is going to be performing here. And we're going to take the total of of this and and see what the general response to Braylon performing. So before we get to your actual performance, what would Braylon be doing? Uh, he would definitely practice beforehand. Mm-hmm. He would whip out his journal and go to the very beginning of the journal where he has all his original, his set lists that he used to have and he used to mm-hmm. perform. Uh, and he would kind of go through a few of them and then there's the one that has more like historical events. So like the folly of Malchus and things like that, that list, it would write like the one that he got famous for that I wrote in the backstory a long time ago. Right. Okay. Yeah. He would start with that one. He's like, okay, let's open up with this one. Da, da, da. Just get his set list ready for the night. He would try to remain as sober as possible. So he doesn't have a hangover the next day. <laughs> uh, other than that, I don't think he'd do anything else besides just be focused on his music. Maybe they get a bath. Maybe. Okay. So, do you want some? Do you want some Calden? Do you want like when we did the concert in uh, Lockford? Uh, do you want any yeah. like? Yeah, I can use some like, like just yeah, a some magic stuff. Some magic. He would he would yeah. approach Callie and Calden and maybe Larg and be like, you know, if you guys got nothing to do, I could use a little help with some uh, some pumping up the crowd type effects mm-hmm. if you got them. Absolutely, em. some cryotechnics. I got you, Braylon. I only have flame things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me tell oh, you about. Some pyrotechnics. There's, so there's a policy an... in 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 the honest harlot. Uh, there's like a, a big, big sign. sign. It says, <laughs> yeah, like no fire, no fire, no smoking, no fu- no nothing. Like, Check all dragonborn at the door. Like yep, the, side, the wall in the back is just. <laughs> <laughs> For this week, here's what's going to happen. Performing is uh, pretty much like a lot of the city endeavors type of thing. All I'm going to ask you to do is what you do best. I want you to roll a performance check. This is the general vibe that people are getting from you. Are you are you doing your A game? Do people like what you're doing? That type of thing. And then we'll move on from there. Cool. Can I pump myself up like 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 a, talking to a mirror and give myself bark inspiration? Traditionally, no, because this is a, this is just your, so, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do one of two things for you here. Mm -hmm. You're getting some assistance from other people, right? You're, you're getting some, some like, so I will give you a choice. Okay. You can either do the Bardic Inspiration or you can roll with advantage. I'll roll with advantage to keep my All right, here we go. Okay. First one. Uh, give it to me. Advantage. 
You just get one, so this... Holy oh, shit! Wow. Both of them! Holy shit. Wow. Oh, boy. Oh, no. You dropped a one to take a one. Is that possible? I got two. I saw them both. Yeah, I saw. Wow. Holy shit. Mine got... No. Oh, wow. That's like a one in, like, a lot chance. Uh, One in 400, I believe. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Wait, you right. said one in one hundred. Four hundred, I believe. No, because I think wouldn't it be twenty times twenty? Can we just get to the bad stuff? Please? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> one in four hundred. Let's talk about how unlucky you are. That's I want to do the odds. No, okay. Uh, wow, that's a seven total. That is not good. So you get booed out of the place most nights. Oh no. You earn nothing from your bookings. Usually, uh, usually this is a t- you actually drive customers out of the honest harlot on most of the nights. Whatever, whatever you're doing, they are not picking up what you're putting down. It is, this is not great. As a result, I want you to roll a flat d20 and, uh, you're gonna roll on the complications table. Yay. <laughs> Lucky 13. Have you it. have a fan. I have a fan? <laughs> Let it be that guard kid from the beginning. A very <laughs> big fan who wants Uh-oh. you all to themselves. No. Is it that drow? Is it that drow from before? <laughs> uh, you will find out. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is this a single white female scenario? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the other bit of bad news. Because you cost the bar so much money, and you haven't technically paid for your room, Mm. at the end of the week, the Honest Harlot is going to, uh, the the management, uh, Sespa, is going to sit Braylon down and say very bluntly, you owe us 100 gold. Ha! Now, let's discuss what everyone else is going to be doing. Love for it. their week in Darren Hollow. Don't spend money. God. I need your money to Tatiana, please. <laughs> <laughs> Don't metagame. Tatiana wouldn't know. Now, there's a ton of different uh, town and city endeavors you could you could you could do little enterprises you can go do. You could you could actually case the joint and try to rob people. Uh there's fighting, there's uh there's gambling, there's performing. Though <laughs> so, I mean you can't do worse. Than two ones. Uh, carousing, you can drink and try and make some contacts with people. Maybe, maybe someone could clear a tab. Um, <laughs> there's training and crafting and research and scribing, all kinds of different stuff. Would any of you guys be interested in any of that? Or is it just pretty much taking it easy throughout the week? So much of that, all of that. I feel like. Um, there's. So there's- there's stuff that I want to do, but I don't know if any of it ha- is any of that town stuff. And well, I, I don't. I, I could go next, or I can go whenever. But go right ahead. What would uh, what would Calden be doing throughout the week besides going to see Braylon perform? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's he is his biggest fan. Like, and he's there shooting like ice fireworks, basically, like off the Aww. stage, which is not going so well. Obviously, it's like <laughs> getting Maybe. into people's drinks and like There's people, people with PTSD. <laughs> they're just like, what the hell? Like, yeah, that- yeah it's not going over well. 
<laughs> but I think I want to do three things. And the first thing I want to do is Calden does want to go to like send some letters, basically. All right. He wants to send a letter. And you said there was no one who does like magic sending or anything like that, right? Nothing like that. That's big okay. city stuff. And gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Tough but fair. He'll go to the post office and he writes a letter to Aerolove, basically like giving an update about what's going on and to not send, like, don't send forces to Donhurst at the moment. Okay. To go as, like, fast as as it can. Okay. And the other letter, I, okay, I want to, I want to cross the streams a little bit, but, uh, so you tell me if this is too much and Mm. we don't have to have it. So, um, Calden also writes a letter to group of monster hunters that he knew in Brightport or that he heard the name of a house called house Dawnstar. And he writes them, um, saying that there is a vampire and a werewolf somewhere on possibly somewhere on the outskirts of Aubrey. And like, this is a, they're extremely dangerous and this is a bounty, um, that, he uh, doesn't like he doesn't have any money for currently, but oh. could find reward for, and the citizens of of Aubrey would likely pay for as well, um, and sends that uh, off to Brightport. Okay, so two letters go into Brightport. So no payment is offered, but it's more like, but I bet someone would pay you for, you know what I mean? Well, and the other thing he puts is like, he puts in details about this werewolf that it has these weird bone protrusions, unlike anything he's ever heard of before. So Mm. like, even if, even if uh, this is an opportunity, like this is dangerous, but it's an opportunity to maybe learn something about lycanthropy or bring this person in to like study or, or, or find out something new about this and could be really beneficial to um, a monster hunter guild or whatever. Okay. And this is being sent out, let's say, partway through the week. So maybe the 20th, 21st of Yesti, somewhere in there. Yeah, the thing to Era Love would go pretty fast or immediately, but the one okay. the one to Dawnstar could be at any time. Just Let's say the 18th, then. Okay. Okay, the 18th of Yesti. Now, I'll allow this on one condition. I'm, I'm excited to hear it. <laughs> when I eventually get to play people from House Dawnstar, <laughs> I'm using an approximation of your voice from the Strat game. Yes! <laughs> yes! That's yes! tough up there. Can, okay. you, can you break us off a piece of that? <laughs> oh, they're probably going to talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, so do with that as you will. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Uh, then I will get started on that, because Group C's heading to Brightport soon. Sorry, I, can I interrupt? Because I wanted to send a letter, too. Absolutely. Um, I just want to jump into that before we get into the the other stuff. Sure. So Larg is actually going to send a letter to Brightport, too. He's going to send it to... Uh, and if he has to send multiple copies, he will. But he wants to send it to any guards or, um, again, like religious leadership or something like that. And he's going to describe a a gnome who's probably going to set up shop there as a le- uh, leather worker at some point. <laughs> yeah. oh, Adam, 
And he's going to suggest like, hey, so here's what we found out about him. And we found a body and I can point you to where I buried it if you really want to know. And if you if you send somebody in plain clothes, he'll probably brag about it. And (laughs) (laughs) and he's super dangerous. And please get rid of him. (laughs) So so that's the letters that he sends to bright bright port one gnome at a time. One Um, crazy, crazy decky. We we were both coming to the post office with bundles of letters, and we're like, oh, hey, letter buddies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, we're just selling everybody we met on the way here under the box. Hey, are you narking? Yeah, I'm narking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, I would say the 18th. Let's let's say the 18th. Okay, that's fine. Okay. I've been waiting to do that since the minute he walked away. <laughs> yeah. so I am telling on you. Filing that away. Uh, all right, sweet. Um, While we're uh, writing letters, can uh, Deanna send one to her parents? Sure. But she's yeah. not going to sign it, Tatiana. She's going to sign it some other pseudonym, maybe like from her childhood nickname of some sort. I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, anything specific in it? Uh, not particularly specific, no. Just to check in, just like, hey, still doing fine. Just, right, yes. Killed a demon. Banished a demon. <laughs> Being so safe out here. <laughs> Another boring day. <laughs> All right. Anybody else got any letters to send? All right. So, before we pick things up with Braylon's accrued debt... You guys are stuck in town. Not stuck in town, but you guys are relaxing in town for a week. Now, when you set off in whatever direction you guys choose to set off in, you're going to be missing a lot of these down-home comforts. A hot-cooked meal that you don't have to roast over a fire. You don't have to go hunting for anything. Uh, a, a soft bed. Hot water. All, the, all these things that you just do not get on the road. Uh, can I ask, is there anything that anybody would like to do during the week to take advantage of that? Oh, of just, like, resupplying and stuff? Yeah, I would imagine everybody. I, I already assume everybody's, like, stocking up on rations and resupplying mm-hmm. and stuff like that. If you're yeah. missing arrows, you're picking it up and stuff like that. Um, uh, I'm more meant of, like, the, like, you know, do you want to take advantage of any, uh, you know, carousing, gambling, fighting, anything like that? Oh, anything oh that would- yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like Tatiana too. Yeah. Yes, I actually had a question. If what um, in our rules does my criminal criminal contact do? Ooh. Because <laughs> I know that I know that it's not what it does, but I'm well, wondering like what our the, rules are. Yeah, in in the book, essentially, like the thieves can't is a language twins teach each other, and everyone speaks right. it and everything, but like it's super secret. I don't mm-hmm. understand that, so. In, in our world, basically, you do have some connections. <laughs> you have some connections to the seedier parts of the world. Mm-hmm. So you might be able to spot some people in town that would be like, uh, like, Okay, I, 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 like you have a certain look about you. Uh, you, you know, you, you know, so let's say you were planning on committing a crime. Mm-hmm. Like while you're in town, there's a lot of people in town. There's a bit of a distraction. Maybe you'd like to try and rob a joint. Right, yes. Mm-hmm. You would probably get an advantage for that. Okay. So that's sort of what that means, is that I would just yeah. have an advantage? Yeah. Okay. 
then I think Tatiana sort of does want to like run like some small cons in town okay. to try to make a little money. So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you an option here. Yeah. So <laughs> the way this essentially works is you basically are taking the week to plan some stuff out. Now that there, now there are petty crimes all the way down to like, I, 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 I stole from this vendor a couple of times a day to, you know, and then it added up to be this. Or mm-hmm. you could target one of the more wealthy stores in town and go for a big score. Essentially. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, this is completely up to you. So. Uh, the character makes a series of checks uh, with one DC for all the checks de- determined by the profit sought out for the crime. So essentially, if you're looking for little things, it's going to be a low DC. It's going to be right. like it's it's like um, pickpocketing and, and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Stuff that you'd probably be pretty good at because, I mean, well, look at your interactions with the group. Right. Yeah. Uh, all the way up to like a hard, uh, you know, a hard DC, but you could be walking away with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of gold. Okay. Then I guess I, su- I suppose that would depend on like the information that she would get in the city as to like, what is there anything like super valuable in town? You know? Mm-hmm. So on the weekend, these two competing brothels, really do everything in their power to undercut each other and snipe at each other, spread rumors about each other, all that stuff. It is rumored that Cherry Blossom Heaven on the weekend easily has a take of a thousand gold that you could steal. That being said, Mm -hmm. it's heavily guarded. Right. <clears throat> on the other hand, if you wanted something on the lower end of the scale, uh, there's uh, there's a couple there's a there's a place called Better Than Goods. <laughs> that's exactly what that deserves. Um, <laughs> and that's a that's a relatively it's a smaller place, mm-hmm. so you could probably walk out of there with a good hundred gold if you're if you're mm-hmm. successful. Okay, I think she is going to take that information, but mm-hmm. we'll definitely do some, like, pickpocketing and, uh, I don't even know what it's called, where it's like, find the queen of cards. Oh, like the three-card money type stuff, so yeah, you're hustling. Like, uh, yeah, basically. She'll definitely mm-hmm. be doing that, but I do think she's going to take this information back to the group in case anybody would be interested in that information. Hmm. There's one more bit of information, which is a step below the the Cherry Blossom Heaven gig. But there's rumor of a noble in town that has way more cash than they're willing to keep track of. And it, uh, you know, if they were to have 200 gold missing, let's say. Right. That might be something uh, Tati could get away with, with a little help with uh, from her friends. With a little help from my friends. Raylan would step forward. I, I assume at this point, I've already, I've already been told I owe money. Mm. At this point, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah okay. I'd say it's like, hey, uh, you need to settle up with us by the end of the day. It's a hundred gold. I'm sorry, people just are not digging your stuff. Yeah, he would. He would. If Tatiana brought to the group, he would like meet her in private and be like, okay, here's the problem. I owe these people money. Blah blah blah. Whatever you're gonna do, I will help you. 
I am your weapon for this mission. But I need at least 50 gold, whatever whatever it is that we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, even if you just had to give me a little more, that's nice. Thank you. But I just, I'm not trying to be greedy. I just need 50. Tatiana's going to look down at Braylon and just be like, I totally get that. It usually more works out like a percentage of whatever it is we can get. Because if we only get, like, 70 gold, I can't guarantee you 50 gold. Gotcha. Oh, that's... Okay, yeah. He looks at the ground, kind of scratching his head. That's that's fine. That, mm-hmm. Okay. But we'll figure it out. Yeah, makes sense. Let me ask you a question. Would Tatiana approach Lark with this? She would de- definitely approach Braylon first out of anybody in the group. Uh-huh. To gauge his reaction. And she would probably even ask... Do you think we should pull in anybody else? I'm like literally anybody but Lark. <laughs> <laughs> Love that guy, but he's a narc. He has a problem with this, as we've seen. Okay, so no Lark. What about everybody else? Mm, well, we need, you know, not to not to rag on both of us, but we're not the strongest people in the world, so we'll need someone with muscle. So maybe Elena if she's down, but you know, I got know what she's doing right now. Yeah, I have no clue. Plus, can you imagine her being like lookout or something? That might not work, but we, we need her for her muscle. Right. Hmm. You know what? That is an excellent question. Think about this for just a moment. <laughs> what would Elena be doing for the week in Dern Hollow? I don't... Uh, Elena doesn't strike me as, uh, as a prostitute person. Doesn't necessarily <laughs> strike me as a uh, gambler or a drinker. Nope. Um, so I was thinking mm. something I rarely do. <laughs> I I was looking at the fighting. Ooh, yes. But like I don't I don't want it to be just like, yeah, I wanna fight some people. Like it's it's not like that for mm-hmm. Elena. Um, it's more like she hasn't had a chance to, like, really just sort of, like, use all the things that she's learned and and uh, sort of focus on, like, technique and not just, like, trying to live so type of thing. So, sparring and training without it being a life and death situation. Right. Right. Here's the thing. There are different types of of fighting, right? Yeah. So there's uh, there's more of the, I mean, it's called pit fighting, but you're obviously not fighting to the death, and a trained combatant usually has a better chance in these situations than someone just using brute force, right? Right. So it still might be up Elena's alley. What, like, what are the types of people... That would also, like, that that I would be going against. I mean, oh, man, uh, people from all walks of life actually do the pit fighting thing. There are bare-knuckle boxers. There are trained swordsmen. There are uh, there are people just kind of cutting their teeth, trying to look tough in town. There, I mean, if, Ver- if Vernon, the, the kid outside of, of, uh, uh, of Dern Hollow, if he were a little older, he'd probably compete. He might not do very well, but he would try. Right. And this is like a legal thing. This isn't like like the like the uh what's it in, called? Like fight club type stuff. No, like in most all... towns or cities, this is usually a legal thing. 
Because it's 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 kind of sanctioned, and they're making sure that's like, hey, this isn't to the death. The first time someone falls down or whatever, we're done. Like it, it's it's yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Because I I just I don't because Elena wouldn't really be into like nitty gritty type. That's not what she wants. This right, week. right. So you want to give that a, sh- a try? Sure. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna make a series of checks. Uh, the DC is going to be t- determined at random based on the quality of the opposition that the character runs into. Uh, the challenge in pit fighting lies in the mystery of your opponent. The character makes three checks. Strength. Uh, well, it's, it's going to be athletics, acrobatics, and insight. Uh, the DC is going to be five plus two D10, generating a separate DC for each of the checks. So essentially, you're going to go ahead and roll athletics, acrobatics, and insight. And then I'm going to roll three, and we're going to see if you beat them. Okay. Or I can go first. It's totally up to you. I'll go first. All right, let's do it. Let's let's do uh, let's do athletics first. Okay. That is a sixteen. Okay. Now, do you want to do okay. all three of your rolls first, or would you like to do one and one and one and one? I think it'd be fun to do like one and one. Okay, so here we go. Uh, so your opponent. <laughs> uh and ten. Twenty. Oh. So you lost in the strength category here. Let's try for acrobatics. Not great, because strength is my best one. Not great. Oh, that is a seven versus a fifteen. Cool. Okay. Okay. You still got one more, and that's your insight. See, I read about what happens when you lose all three. Okay. That's a 22! Check that out. Here we go. 14. So you won one of your fights, basically. So all this is is boiling down all those skills. Your ability to read your opponent, your your strength in combat, your your ability to move in combat, and, and kind of taking all those things together. So let's say throughout the week you had three fights. You ended up winning one of those fights, which means you're taking away 50 gold. Uh, so. (laughs) But didn't I also spend 50 gold? Yes. Uh, so (laughs) you basically walked away with nothing, (laughs) but some pride. Uh, now, if you were to lose all three matches, then you roll on the complications table and you don't want to do that. Uh, complications are never fun. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Braylon's complications sound pretty fun. <laughs> it uh it, it could be very interesting. <laughs> so that is going to wrap you up. So basically you lost nothing. That's true. That's true. So let's let's loop you back in here. Uh so Braylon and Tatiana, knowing that Elaine has been kind of duking it out and like, you know, like every other day, something like that going to going to fight. Would they loop Elena in to the plan? <sighs> I it's mean, your I, vote. It's your vote, boss. I mean, you're right. We do need. I'm just worried that I'm worried that she's going to say that it's the wrong thing to do. Can, that, like, I mean, can we can we like paint it in a way where it looks like it's not the wrong thing to do? That's true. We could do that. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, Jason. Mm. 
these places that we're we're thinking of robbing, mm-hmm. do any of them happen to have like a really known douchebag running it? Oh, if you're going after uh, Cherry Blossom Heaven, yeah, there's a dude named Titus Crane who. Okay. How could I put it? This guy's a fucking asshole. Um, he is a uh, a male tiefling. He has been known to uh, both get his clients and the people working for him hooked on drugs uh, to keep them coming back. He is known for the uh, the poor treatment of his workers. Uh, some of them have been shipped in as slaves, or at least mm. rumored. Uh, of the two establishments, Cherry Blossom Heaven has the... Uh, Clearly the worst reputation, uh, especially compared to the Honest Harlot. The Honest Harlot is an institution. It's been in Dern Hollow for decades. It's Mm -hmm. just, yeah. So This this is wonderful news. Mm. Uh, For our means, I'm going to relay that information to Braylon. And uh, Tatiana is just going to say, do you think that, I mean, that's that's reasonable cause right there. We'd be doing a service Mm -hmm. to the city. Yeah, you're right. And she really? was in, you know, proto. This guy, this is the one that uh, the Rose ran away from, right? So it could be like a pro, you know, she was camp pro Rose for a while. This, this could work. Right. Then Tatiana is going to feel and look very triumphant. And she's going to look down at Braylon and just say, all right, I think we should loop her in. And might I say, we are some damn good citizens. Yeah, we're doing a lot of good for this place. Yeah, for real. And she would go to grab Elena and try to bring her into our little criminal circle. <laughs> what would the pitch be? Let's see. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's... That's, that's the thing. I need to know how you're going to word this. Okay. So uh, I'm trying to think of how Tatiana <laughs> would want to word this. She's, she's definitely going to be pushing the this guy's a scumbag and we're doing the right thing here. Oh gosh, but I I do I'm really I don't want to do this to you, Alex. But I do think that she would probably like every once in a while sort of like nudge him because he's just so great at performing. No, no, he's not. We all know he's not. All, his life has been a lie. <laughs> I guess he would he would try and like mention like uh, sometimes there are people who operate within the means of the law and they know how to bend rules and this guy is one of them based on what we heard and what rose told us he's a worthless person and we would be doing the city a service and ourselves we'd be able to fund all of our future ventures to help more people okay but here's the thing if you're taking away his money that means he has to work harder to get that money back. Mm, yeah, or he closes down and everyone gets set free. Exactly that. Except he's generating income. Well, maybe we steal from his personal stash or something. You know, I mean, I'm just I'm just spitballing here. This is there's no bad ideas when brainstorming. Calden told me that. Tatiana is giving the biggest puppy eyes at Elena right now. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, Sorry, okay. I'm loving this. This is amazing. <laughs> Think of all the fights you could afford to do and like competitions and stuff if we were to succeed at this. Mm-hmm, we, could, mm-hmm. we could even help out Larg's friends. Yeah, yeah, you know, maybe get a little extra, spread it around, you know, do some mm-hmm. good. But it's not our money. It's not his either, technically. You know, it belongs to the people that work for him. Half those people are slaves, by the way. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. Like, why can't we just, like, you know, follow the rules? Because this guy follows the rules too, but he's able to twist them. That's what I'm trying to say. There are people who, they have this uncanny ability to kind of just, you know, weave in and out. They're not, they're not, you know, stuck to them like, you know, big boy over there. He's going to point to where he thinks Larg is. He's just going to point to, like, another room nearby. And Tatiana's just going to, like, sort of interject like a hype man and just be like, monster, complete monster. He's a monster. Okay. What about... If instead you guys, instead of you guys stealing from him, you know, if there's a way that you can get him to give you the money. Yeah, I mean, he can give us the money by leaving a door unlocked and not knowing we come in and take it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't really appreciate the term stealing. I I would prefer if you used administering justice. <laughs> wow. Elena's like barely taking you guys seriously. She's like, <laughs> she's like what is going on? is 100% serious though. If if you guys can figure out a way like if you want to like make him a bet or something um you know cuz then then we're twisting the rules. Um, but then when you're not doing anything, if, if you come up with a way to do it where we won't get arrested, I will help. Thank you for your time. We'll consider your application. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon leaves the room. (laughs) Tatiana is just going to be looking down with like distaste, like, damn it. Let's come back to this. Because I'm I'm very interested. The ever-building heist. That- <laughs> I am so interested because this could go... No matter what happens, I'm invested. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, let's hit up Callie. Uh, what would Callie be doing for her week in lovely scenic Dern Hollow? So I definitely, like, I know you said we're, like, stocking up on supplies and stuff like that, but I just want to make a note that I'm getting, like, two extra outfits because one is destroyed in the middle of the fucking divide and the other one is covered in poop. I I mend it. I mend it for you. I don't... Oh, yeah, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! I think you wanted an excuse to buy new outfits. I mean... Yeah, Golden spends magical time like yeah. putting it back together, and, and Callie comes back. She's like, "Look what I got shopping." She's oh, like in an just all like, new outfit, and yeah, and he's and just she's holding like, Look how the pretty it is. dirty old one, and he's like, "It looks good on you." <laughs> just like shoves Tear. the old one under the yeah, he just shoves it like a tear falls out the corner of his eye. Yeah, yeah, rips it like a Hulk Hogan T-shirt. Just. <laughs> 
Oh my god, yes. Okay, and then I guess because I can't imagine that Dern Hollow has this great library. <laughs> uh, they got books. Yeah, well, I don't have enough money to research anyways. <laughs> we got but... books. We got <laughs> B-U-K-S, books. <laughs> Karen, you have 50 gold because the 300 I know, but it costs 100. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's well, okay. Uh, for, for researching? Yeah. Well, let's see. Yeah, it's... Uh, here's the thing. Yeah, it... it <sighs> it's okay. It, I... It's fine. Usually, you'd want to do it in a library that would be better than Dern Hollow, but right. Dern that's Hollow kind of would like do. the conclusion that I came to, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there is something I did want to do on like the thing. I want to spend two days okay. crafting a level one scroll. What? What kind of scroll? It's gonna be Fog Cloud. <gasps> wink, wink, guys. Might need that for your escapades. But yeah, so I'll spend the 25 gold and two days working on that. Well, okay, let me ask a question. Have Tatiana and Braylon approached Callie? Uh, I think we would need to discuss that first. Okay, that okay. Yeah. I actually had planned to do that before your whole thing happened. Oh, so. that's so funny. Yeah, I would say like we, we, we brainstorm again in like mm-hmm. one of our rooms and just have like we have the really rough sketches of everyone on the party, like on the, on the table. <laughs> All right, it lays like, out. This is a string attached. Yeah, like... yeah. Who is Pepe Silva? Uh, <laughs> then... We put Elena's picture to the side. All right, Elena's yeah. out. Not yep. into it. Right in the same pile. It's called the Lark Pile, and it's just Lark and Elena's picture. <laughs> um, have we gotten wind that Callie did this? That she got this cool thing? So I think it would just be like one of those things where I feel like everyone would like check in and see what everyone's doing for the day. And like on a couple of days, Callie would just be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to stay inside and I'm going to work on like some crafting, some spells and stuff. And they- oh, OK, but we wouldn't know like specifics of what they did or anything. I mean, she'd tell you if you asked her like what she was going to mm-hmm. make a scroll of. And she'd be like, a oh, casual I conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like fog clouds, probably a good thing to have up our hand or like up, up our sleeve if, you know, something came up. Right. Hmm. So our choices are Calden or Callie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Calden will do this. Um, plus, people would realize that he's the guy who was at my show doing ice magic if they real, you know, if these guys were like, oh, ice was used in this heist or something. Right. I don't want to get him impl- implicated. Callie's, you know, people could consider maybe a force of nature that some tree roots just came out of the ground and tied them up. You never know. True. I'm just trying to figure out who would go for it the most. Because if we were to get one more, I feel like Tatiana would be in. Mm-hmm. Again, your call, boss. This is your operation. I'm just here for the 25% that I was promised. And he's going to say it kind of just trailing off. Would you be okay, Alex, if I rolled for it to see who we asked? Sure, sure. Okay. Uh, Calden is odds and Callie is evens. Callie it is. I'm loving this so much. (laughs) Hey, Callie, what's up, girl? (laughs) 
<laughs> well, you know, I'm just doing me. Why don't you step into our office really quick? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll get something we're going to talk to you about. We're, we're sitting here in, in Braylon's huge room. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Let's you pulled up like a side table as like an interview desk. <laughs> no, that side table's my bed. The bed's too big. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I suppose we would just sort of give the same sort of pitch, you know, that this this opportunity has landed in our laps and this guy is a monster and he... And I need money because I owe people money and they're going to break my face. (laughs) (laughs) The whole time gauging Callie's reaction as we're telling this story. Because, like, I don't want to give away too much if she's not into it. Uh, I definitely feel like Callie is one of those people that definitely, like, takes everything in first. So she's, like, really listening to what you guys are saying and, like, kind of thinking about it. And at the end, she's just gonna, she's gonna, like, be, like, nodding her head a little bit. And she'll say, I am not opposed to helping you guys. Maybe as I would rather be included as maybe a distraction than an inside man. Oh, sure. That's totally That's, doable. Yeah, that, that can well, work. We can work with that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Cool. So I'm going to ask anybody else. Does anybody else have any city type endeavors or anything like that that you would like to do before we get to this? Larg? Uh, yeah, a couple, a couple things, but all pretty small. First one was a question, actually, because he has the background of Acolyte. Mm-hmm. Um, Larg gets to stay at temples and religious buildings for free. So I wanted to see if that was available so I didn't have to pay rent this week. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Damn, yeah, I should have yeah, yeah. with Larg. Could have avoided this whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like a good idea. See you guys later. Um, yeah. Just out of curiosity, is it like a specific temple, or is it just like yeah? It's more of an omni, like a it's 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 yeah. So uh, there's uh, it's it's more like uh, like the Walmart of temples, basically. Oh. It's like yeah, it's just like worship whoever you like. So there's little altars to most of the gods there, except for you know. and uh, yeah. So uh, right. if Larg yeah wanted to pray or something like that, totally can. Okay. Yeah, so he does that. Um, I imagine Ellen's probably staying there, too. So he's going to take yes. some time. I don't want to burn a ton of time on it, but he's going to basically catch her up on the rest of what happened. Um, you know, the the fighting off the demons, and they found out it was Mox. He's going to make sure that he that she knows that uh, and kind of get a sense for what her plan is for next steps. So the next step for her would basically be moving on to Aubrey. Okay. Making sure everyone... You know, made it there uh, as safely as possible, and then eventually move on to Winterhaven. Okay. And is she leaving soon, or? I would say at the end of this week. Okay. All right. So that can wait. And then the other thing he's going to do is basically, I don't know if there's a, a um, what do you call it? Uh, um, like carousing uh, type thing. Uh, but it, basically he's going to set up like a booth for community service. <laughs> like he's just gonna set up like a like a like a charlie brown advice booth okay be like let me fix your fence build you a shack whatever oh okay 
So, I don't know if that's necessarily, like, that. that's like an odd jobs type thing, you know. I might add that to the list, actually. I'd, I kind of imagine it like if this is a montage of, like, Elena fighting and everybody planning a heist and everybody's doing their thing. Yeah. Every now and then just cut to Larg just sitting at the booth waiting for somebody to come ask him <laughs> to do something. Right. Like, so are you doing this in the name of Arathis type of thing? Oh, sure. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know. We I can throw time. this under religious service if you like. Sure. Yeah. Let's call it a religious service. Yeah. Because religious service is free. That's basically you just being you just being a good Arathis boy, like going out there <laughs> and like you just. There's <laughs> <laughs> <you're laughs> like She's someone who right? is like a skeevy guy who comes who's like comes up and he's like who like totally misinterprets the thing. He's like he's like looking around and he's like, is this uh, you do anything here in this thing? Yeah, pretty much. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so here's what I'd like you to do. Uh, so you are going to get a benefit from this. Just, okay. just you know, putting in the work. And you, like like you said, like, you know, it's like, oh, my cow escaped. It's like, I'm on it. And you're you're just, you know, running up, rebuilding fences and helping people carry water, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So this is essentially uh, people from the temple noticing or uh, you just, just kind of uh, uh, speaking to people throughout the week. So do me a favor. And I would like you to roll a religion check for me. Beautiful. That's a 15. So, in town, you're going to earn one favor from the clergy. Essentially, they're just like, hey, man, you have been a real help to us uh, around town. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, there's a lot of people who kind of talk the talk, but don't walk the walk. So thank you very much. Now I'd like you to roll a charisma save for me. Charisma save? Yep. A charisma save. Oh. Gorgeous. You're fine. Uh, uh, the only... Uh, so, um... Churches can be sort of a political web. So mm -hmm. there are some people who might view your... Uh, your your sudden interest in town is that's like what are you trying to do? What's your aim? What's your angle? That type of thing. But you've been perfectly pleasant with everybody in town and helped out. So you've you've earned a favor. Excellent. Okay, I'm gonna pocket that just in case I perhaps have a party member who needs me to pull some strings. <laughs> <laughs> you might I have can't three imagine that, that happening. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, hey, crime. Yes. Hi. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait. Before before we get into the heist thing, okay. Um, I, and I think we could probably roll these both into w maybe one thing. But uh, the mostly this week, Calden is like doing. He's he's trying to like um, work on the on this magic that he's teaching himself. He's like stalking the streets to find maybe like a stray cat or something like that. Oh God! Oh my yeah. God! Yeah, like he's he's. Oh, bitch! How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> he's moving on to something bigger, but he's also changing his technique because of the thing that he learned in the forest with Kali is that it's not so much about controlling all the all the water; it's about like localizing it into one <sighs> thing. So that's what he's trying to do. And then the other thing is. He's like studying this bell. He's really trying to figure out 
what this bell is about and how he can use it and how he can use it efficiently okay. so that it's not summoning demons. <laughs> right. Okay. So that I would say is more a research thing. Okay. However. Oh, I got to think for research. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean like a, like a week long research thing. Yeah. Like yeah, if yeah. you wanted to spend the money and really go after it and all that, let's back up to the other thing. Uh, do me a favor. Roll an Arcana check. This is going to represent you practicing this magic on strays and all kinds of stuff. And let's see how successful this is. That's a 17. So there are... Let's say that every once in a while, as you guys are walking through town, you'll notice someone call for like, Mittens! Mittens! <laughs> <laughs> Where is that damn cat? Like, and and ju- maybe just describing to people, it's, it's, it's the little white cat with orange spots, and like, I I haven't seen him. And um, cut to oh, and um, Lar- Larg is looking for people's missing. He's like, yeah. like that's part of the service. That's oh part God. of the service. Is like my cat's gone missing, and I don't know. He's like, I'll find Have it. Have you seen mittens? Like, <laughs> it's right, like it's my six son's cat. He's had him ever since he was born. Yeah, <laughs> and the night before, Calden's just like in an alley, like crying this and, cat's and, head. and holding yeah. his cat. Yeah, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Send your emails to d a n d r podcast <laughs> at gmail dot com. That's d a n d r podcast at gmail dot com, and I will forward them to Ian. Ah. <laughs> uh, or tweet it, uh, Valerie. She loves that. It's <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to come to my house. Valerie. It's oh, tell tell Valerie it's over. We're done. I think you said maybe we could roll this into one thing. Like you're strangling a cat while they're pulling a heist. <laughs> well, no, I meant like the bell too. Like oh, the, the bell. Faded. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, the golden just like pulls a dead cat, dead frozen cat, and it's like, "Will this help? How how can I? How can I help?" Yeah. He's pressing the bell to it. <laughs> I made a thing. It's the bell tied to a dead cat. It's magic. <laughs> Clearly, the forest is driven Calton mad. <laughs> insane, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my face! He got jackied. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's Valerie back. (laughs) Hey, Val? Yes, hello. Hi. We're done. I swear. We're we're done with that. Okay. (laughs) Are you guys ready to pull a fucking heist? Yes. Yes. Now, this is... Uh, uh, on the scale so far, and I might redo things so that there's an even higher tier, like robbing a bank or something like that. But right now, you guys have the potential to earn the most that the crime activity can earn you. You could walk away with a thousand gold. Oh my god, I just need 50. I just need 50. But you're aiming high. I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to claim a little more, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, that's 25%. It 25%. 25%. Yeah, right. 25%. Would you turn it down? I'm just saying. Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to describe things. So, okay. So, I the way it sounds is you guys are in this establishment. Callie is maybe uh, 
causing some sort of distraction, something like that. Meanwhile, Tatiana and Braylon are breaking in to where they keep the money. And you are trying to make out of this place with as much as you can. That's the goal. Here's how this is going to go. Are you, are your, are your, are your rolling fingers ready, Jamie? Oh, they're ready. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. You are going to be rolling three checks for me tonight. Now, this is all, this entire thing is you guys planning it out for a week. You got your cork board and your yarn and you're tied around here and you're, you're like, okay, okay. So if we, you casing the joint, so... There is a stealth portion, obviously. You don't want to get spotted. You don't want to get caught. So you're going to be rolling a stealth check for me. Okay. Okay. Then you're going to be breaking out your thieves' tools, and you're going to be rolling a check for me there. And then you have your choice between investigation, perception, and deception. Do I get any sort of advancement because I have Callie and Braylon's help? Yes, you do. You're going to be rolling all three of these checks with advantage because Braylon is assisting you every step of the way. (laughs) I'm also going to give you a plus two to (sighs) add to any one of these rolls, but only one. Uh Now, here's the rub. If things go south, everyone involved in this heist could potentially get caught. (laughs) Are you ready? Okay. I think I'm ready. For the plus two, do I get to Mm -hmm. decide that after the roll? Yes, you do. Also, before we we have our hands together and we're making the plan, I'm going to give her bardic inspiration before we say break. You cannot use bardic inspiration no! here. <laughs> that is part of the advantage. That is that. Yeah, that is man. what I'm assuming you're, you're like you're bringing to the table. Like you're so. Uh, okay. Are you ready? Now the DC here is very high because oh. because you are the, the, first of all these are mean motherfuckers. You do not want to get caught. Titus Crane is not a person you want to piss off, but. Mm-hmm. He's a very rich person you don't want to piss off. So if you make out of here with some gold, then yes. So are I, you ready? I believe that I am ready. Do Is the the DC, based on what I'm doing, stealth, these tools, or it's my all choice, the same. does it go up each time? Nope. It's all the same. All it's the same. flat across the board. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Does that, nobody else wants to roll? <laughs> no, it's on you. It's You're your ice. The crime boss. <laughs> this is your shtick. This is you. <laughs> All right, let's go. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I like how I ask you. It's like, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Does anyone else want to roll? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll roll. I'm not involved, but... I... <laughs> you know what the thing is, though? If you hand it off to somebody else and they roll poorly, you'll never forgive them. Okay. It just, it'll always be in the back of your head. It's, okay. it's my fault. I'm ready to handle any consequences that may or may not come my way. Here you we go. You and the people Stealth assisting you. Here we go. Okay. Stealth. Do it. With advantage. That is a 19. That is one failed check. Oh my god! It's so high! Now, 
You're going to use your thieves tools. Okay. With advantage. Okay. Okay, come on though. That's got that's got to that has to. That'll succeed. Now, here's the fun bit. <laughs> you have one success and one failure. Now, depending on whether you succeed or fail, your final check, you either walk away with half of the gold or bad, bad things happen. Oh, no. So no pressure. This is my lowest one, too. Would you like to roll an investigation, a perception, or deception? Deception. Okay. Go ahead and roll that with advantage. Okay. And I'm probably definitely going to use the plus two here because otherwise it's gone. Ah, I can't look. I don't want to look. What happened? Mm-hmm. Isn't that? Don't no. look. Don't look. Oh, no. Don't look. <laughs> don't look. <laughs> plus two. That's a 13. That's. <laughs> so one. So, okay. Would you like the good news or the bad news? I. I'm an optimist, so give me the good news. Okay. Okay. The good news is you and your team were not apprehended during this heist. The bad news is that during the heist, you barely escaped without getting caught. You didn't have time to steal any gold. And I would like you to roll a flat d20 for me. Because we're rolling on the crime complications table. If they know your face. In the midst of you guys planning this heist, someone found out about what you were planning. And they've been arrested on an unrelated crime. Uh, oh, they're going to narc, no. they're gonna narc Jack- it, no, This is Jackie Brown. We're, we're, we're in Jackie Brown now. <laughs> I think that's a good time for us to stop. Oh my God. <laughs> so much trouble in city more than in wilderness. We were so close to being billionaires. <laughs> hey, they can narc all they want. They're from jail. We'll be out. We'll be, we'll be out of there. <laughs> Boy, we really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. There is a ton of stuff on our Patreon. Uh, We're trying to catch up before Dragon Con. If you're going to Dragon Con, please let us know. Send us an email. We're trying to meet up with everybody, and we'll be posting an itinerary and all that good stuff um, as uh, as the next month or so closes in around us. Uh, For now, at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R, there are two brand new Curse of Strahd episodes. Um, There's a lovely Living in Theria getting ready to go up later this month. I'm going to be sitting down with Zach to do a character chat. And, of course, there's lengthy behind-the-scenes, probably about an hour long for each one of the episodes coming out this month. We really hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, don't forget, on the 28th, 
uh, at, I believe, let's check the calendar. I believe it's at, yep, 6 p.m. Eastern, the 28th, 6 p.m. Eastern of July. We're going to be sitting down with all you guys on Twitch, and we're going to be talking about the setting book in depth, what we've done so far, what we plan to do, and take suggestions from you guys live on what we should try to put in there. We really want to nail this. We want to get it right. And we want it to be something that you guys uh, want to get your hands on, and we're trying our best to please everybody. So we hope to see you guys there again the 28th at 6 p.m. Eastern on our Twitch channel. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate all the five-star reviews on iTunes and the support. It It means the world to us, seriously. And we'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye!